3: Hello boys and girls, we're back after a long interval for my health and then obviously everything that's happened since, we have no football, no sports whatsoever, but thought back of it. now we know what's partly going on with Premier League and football in general, let's do a show and discuss how we're coping and what's, gonna, what's what the end game is going to happen, what our opinions on the end game is going to be. Of this, Is the season going to be complete? Is it not? If if not, the implications going forward to the following season, if and when that happens. Um, as you can see, guys, I'm joined by Glenn, Andrew and Stan. How are you doing, guys?
0: Hi. Very Thank good. You, How are great.
3: you? Well, as I said, Thanks for having me on. You know As I said before, we came, went live. Better than what I was a couple of weeks ago. Put it that way. Yeah. Oh, That's... Glad you... to hear
0: it.
2: Well, you you know what it's like, guys, it's I try to put things. It's sorry to be serious. I try to put things in perspective because a little less than two years ago, I was in the burn unit of Stony Brook Hospital with first, second and third degree burns over parts of my body and taking a shower hurt. So, you know, when I look at this, when I look at this. Um, you know, trapped in the house with my family for for like a week and a half now, two weeks. It's a fucking lot worse than the burn unit. I can't stand it, you guys. This is so
3: fucking
2: horrible. I can. Can I tell you something? It, I told my wife, "Oh, my stomach. I got a stomach ache because I went out to McDonald's and got a double cheeseburger. Fuck you, Corona." Uh, so I tell my wife, I tell my wife you know oh my stomach hurts and she's like oh my god and she feels my head do you have corona um and she's like well st- stomach aches aren't corona i fell asleep in this lovely fucking brilliant sofa just to get away from my wife and kids i was asleep one of those sleeps where you wake up with drool right I, it was so in- <laughs> it was so intense all of a sudden this arm grabs me and i look at my family around me i'm like what? What do you people want? Am I dead? I, I just... I was, I was... Save me! Send a plane over here. I'll pay you later. I'll live in the subway like they did in World War II when the fucking Nazis were bombing. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? <laughs> Make sure you tip your waitresses. Oh my god. I, you think I'm kidding though. I can't take this
3: so how you guys doing
0: <laughs> oh my god you know what i told
2: myself before i came on i said i'm gonna go a whole show without cursing
0: <laughs> oh yeah right that wouldn't be a show would it
2: <laughs> i'm really sorry guys i uh, that was trapped inside of me for like the last 48 hours
3: <laughs> oh, my god. Um, Stan, how, how are you coping it? <laughs> you just, you've just said about <laughs> 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 uh, I'm, I'm in good form i think <laughs>
2: yeah. stan sent out this um, stan sent out this amazing tweet about this I, i'm going to hand it over to you stan about this kid on spring break uh during the coronavirus stan why don't you tell him you tell it so much better than i do
1: well i was just flicking through and um, it was the news channel and it was like a video of um they were down at miami beach right talking to all these because you crazy Americans, you got you do the spring <laughs> break thing, right? You don't have that in England. And you, what is it? What, what is the spring break? You just finished college, and what are you doing?
2: No, no, it's it's break from classes, and you go and and women remove their shirts, and you know, guys, you know, it's just a crazy spring break kind of time. It, they just <laughs> they just let loose, and it's a big thing for the kids. Uh And uh you know, you had to feel, what is that noise?
0: Sorry, it's me. Beg your pardon. I'm just <laughs> off. I ain't gonna explain now. Fucking
2: Spring break is a Just release ignore point. Me. I'm not here. It's a release point for college kids. Right. Man.
1: Well they're all on the video, went not they? And they're going, Well, we don't care, you know, we're still gonna come on our spring break and blah blah blah. There's like six or seven kids. And I put in the comments, I was like, Man, you um America, I find America sometimes so entertaining. And then you joined <laughs> the conversation and he was like, um, it's funny sometimes how people see different cultures. And then I, sh- I, I, I I answered with the freeze frame of that one kid. And I just put <laughs> in the comments, you can literally see the virus crawling out of every pore <laughs> on this kid's face. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's, me
2: it is a brilliant video uh, on, that Stan put up on Twitter. The kid looks so sick. He's like, woohoo, spring break. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Oh, uh, Stan, uh, uh, not Stan. Andrew, come on. We know it's past your bedtime. What's up?
0: <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll just.
2: How are you hanging I'm in there? Trying
0: to, I'm trying to craft some weapons out of wood at the moment. <laughs> so I,
2: oh, so you got Corona so, and
0: vampires in England? No, I just, just anyone that comes to the door is going to get a stake through the eye. <laughs> so.
2: I'm
0: sharpening up some tree trunks and then I'm going <laughs> to put them outside so that all the zombies can just stab themselves as they walk down the road. Oh, but,
2: my. It is kind of like a zombie movie, isn't it? We're trapped in the house. we we, we got to go out for supplies, but we're afraid if we see anybody, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, no, <dude. laughs> I know. Oh. It's just a nightmare, isn't it, really? But anyway, what are we going to Talk about the uh, the season, how it's going to end,
3: et cetera. Do you guys believe,
2: do you guys believe they're going to be able to do games? Uh, what they set the date, April 30th. I, don't, I, I just can't see it.
3: No. I, I, the second No. Said, the second, no the second went April 30th, I went, nope. They, there's no way they're going to finish it. Because by then, even if you allow <laughs> to the 30th of June, the cut-off point being all because of people losing their um, contracts, this that, and the other, you've then got them two, say, They've got two months to fill in a two two and a half, three-month period of fixtures, and that's not including European football for the teams that are still in Europe in European competition, FA Cup for us as well. There's no no time for it, And and then you're giving them players what a month, month and a half to recoup and go again.
2: I I agree, I agree with you, but I, I'm going to just bring up the other side of the argument here. Is I, I heard someone lay out how, you know, during the Christmas period, we play all these games, and it is possible to bang it all out in a month. I don't know if I believe that or not, but, you know, it is kind of a viable theory.
0: No? If, if, yeah. I don't think so, no. I, it, they, they've got to th- finish it, and I think the most viable option is to keep the well, the rest of this year open basically finish it uh, up to Christmas time if necessary and then start the new season January or February so it finishes in time for the World Cup and if, or if needs be start the new season and start the season with the points that you finished on last um, you know from this season when it stopped so everyone's got the handicap
2: uh, but I, I can't I see any other that. way really I don't. I don't like that. I don't like, uh, you know, th- the idea of when football starts again. You know, we are where we were uh, a million miles out, and that's going to go into next year. I-, I respect your idea, but I don't like it.
0: It's not. It's just being realistic. I, I can't see any other way of doing it, personally.
2: Yeah, you, you. The season is done where it is now, and Liverpool gets the title. I know you don't want Liverpool to get the title, Andrew. I know.
0: They can't get the title. No, they haven't won it yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's it's hard
2: to they haven't.
1: I, I really, um, oh I really am. But, um, we void everything now, and everybody starts next season where they were at the beginning of this season. That's what I'd like to
2: see happen. Well, I like that better than Andrew's idea.
0: Kofa said that. <laughs> 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 no, I just don't like the idea. Start the, po- start the season just- with the points you're on now. <laughs> retard.
1: no, no. no. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, we start next season from the very beginning and everyone is starting where they were at the beginning of this season in that league. What, on zero points? Yeah, restart. Yeah, this season never happened. It's
3: like a V-boots right. basically.
1: Yeah, it never happened. It's void. We all start again next season from where no, we, we can, can at the yeah. beginning of this season. And let's see if Liverpool can continue that run, then. Let's see where they are at the end of that season. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: I'm not taking that bait.
3: I imagine the bastards, 30 years. I thought they are so close, and they had to void it, to reboot it. And Ryan, Ryan, I Ryan,
2: it. Ryan, I know the two guys that on the bottom, that they say, no, Liverpool, sorry, that come again some other time. Do you think if the season is done right where it is right now, and we start a brand-new season – are you saying Liverpool doesn't deserve to be champions?
3: They deserve it, but why is it mathematically possible to be cool? You can't just give it to them because then you're opening up a whole kind of worms to everything else—the European spots, relegation, promotion, the playoffs, okay. it, even other leagues as well. It's all kind of worms. It's a, and I, if you don't, if you give Liverpool the title, but then ignore everyone else in the league, you're asking for trouble because then there's legal, there'll be legal action taken on the FA left, right, and center by all the clubs. Hang on, one more for them. Uh, What are you going going to do
0: with the rest of them in the other leagues where it's a lot closer? You can't award them the title as well, but you'd have to. (laughs)
2: Look, I'm not, I don't, don't, every time I'm on one of these shows, it's me against everybody with Liverpool. I don't want to, I don't want to (laughs) argue it. You made your points. Move on.
1: We, I mean, we spoke about this on Andrew's show at the beginning of the week, and I just to clarify it. If there's a way of restart uh, let me reaffirm it. If there's a way of restarting the season at a later date and we're picking off where we left off and it turns out Liverpool win or they don't, it's fine. But if you can't restart the season, you can't just say, okay, well, we'll just handcuffed out. We'll hand it to you, we'll hand it to you. If you can't restart mm-hmm. the season, no one wins nothing. It's yeah, we all start right. the next next season where we began this season, it's like it never happened. But you can't just go well, we think Liverpool may have won it. You played some nice football. Here, have the trophy. You can't do that.
2: Okay. Exactly. I'm not arguing with you guys. And if you don't stop talking about Liverpool, I'm going to smoke a joint on air. So, go. <laughs> look, look,
3: friend, look uh, if, if it was already done and dusted... Oh, that's enough, a that's a that's great idea for a show. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah, talk about uh, oh, Sorry, Ryan, what did you say? No, it's the same. If it was... I was saying again, if it was if it was all mathematically done and dusted with, with the title, the, then the argument is well, they technically won it. So, you, but you then, did, as I said before, they still have to put second, third, fourth, and fifth. Everything as it stands.
2: Then but fine, you know, fine. But then, everything but stands got, as it is but now.
3: Then, but then you've got the the the, the, um, the problem of championship because it's like the top, top two automatic, but then you've got the third spot. Is fought out between third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. So then you've got to decide. <laughs> Are you going to stop? <laughs> I'm just putting it out there what the <laughs> indicators would be.
2: Okay. I, I <laughs> I mean, love, you UK guys right. like to freaking argue. I don't don't I'm not in the
0: mood. No. If it's, I want to argue, that's all it is.
2: If I want to <laughs> argue, I will turn off this freaking thing here, go upstairs, <laughs> and say hi to my wife. All right? <laughs>
0: we just talk sense Glenn that's all we're doing we're actually you know common sense is what it's called
3: even ruthless ruthless gunner here's here's what he's got to say (laughs) give it it to the team that's defeated this year Uh, now you're talking ruthless gunner
0: (laughs) I can get behind that (laughs) yeah
3: absolutely oh my god
0: you know what drives me craziest
2: is to pass the time I'm watching like every YouTube channel I'm subscribed to because Arsenal has the most brilliant YouTubers uh, on the planet. You know, so at least there's un- there's so much entertainment there. But what drives me crazy is when people start talking about transfers right now. Oh, we're linked to this guy. We're linked. to. We're not linked to anybody. These guys are facing billions of dollars in losses. They want to get their season started. You think they're thinking like that? Oh, I want to spend a mm. hundred million on this guy. Come on, that's the only. Not, no that's... one's
0: going to have any money. No one's yeah. going to have any money to buy anyone. Exactly. That's the exactly. Uh, just...
1: And we buying don't buying even them? know when we'll be allowed to buy them. Why you now the I know. This yeah, what period would we'll we we'll would we be allowed to buy them in? If everything starts to run over contracts, you know, certain contracts are going to be finished. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be chaos.
3: Absolutely. There's also, there's also, there's rumors in the UK that. If the season isn't finished, Sky are going to um, go after the Premier League for revenue, basically, for loss of re- revenue, because obviously finished, the goals goes haven't fulfilled, which is ridiculous. In the, in the circumstances that we're in, it's absolutely stupid.
0: It'll just have to um, be a... Whatever they are owed will have to be taken off the next contract. Yeah. That's the only, the yeah. only reasonable way it's going to happen. A clawback, yeah.
2: Those TV yeah. deals, those TV deals are so freaking crazy expensive. I can't imagine that the lawyers didn't think of every single thing when they were drawing up those contracts. So, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any arguing about l- revenue loss. They they already have pre-stipulated agreements. You know what I'm saying? When you have all that money that it costs to get a TV package, that, that's all I'm saying. I, I You know, I don't think it's going to be arguing. I just, a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money. And that's why I'm saying this transfer talk is silly.
1: I mean, just before it all everything went tits up, you could watch uh, you could watch the football on uh, what was it Amazon Prime? But you can't I, I, I sat down to watch it here in Canada, they don't do it here, but in the UK, this was just a new thing, right? And then they were gonna start showing games on Facebook. So all of that's probably mm. up in the air, right? And we're getting around to the time now where they're gonna be looking at who wants to buy the packages and this, that it's gonna be chaos. So just continue to illegal stream that's what i'd say
0: <laughs> well i thought that they, the um, premier league would do a netflix type you know a, a channel on their own you know and don't actually have any outside uh, broadcasters anymore i thought that it was definitely heading that way but mm. that, yeah. the fact that we're going every club's going to owe them so much money i think that's going to knock out on the head um, well, uh, i mean sky if it, every club's going to owe sky so much money That's going to knock that on the head for the next contract, I think. But from there on in, I'm sure it's going to go that way whereby you can choose which match you want to watch rather than having it chosen for you every week. Yeah. And I have like maybe an archive as well, an archive, you know, like it'd be like Netflix,
1: but for football, that's a great Mm.
0: idea. It'd be brilliant.
2: Yeah. Um, my wife works in the TV industry and it's a dying industry. Let's be honest at the, one of the few things that makes tons of money is live sports. So I find you know. that
0: funny. You, your wife works in the TV industry. That's- She's a wookie. She's using some films. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make her work uh, in the TV industry. Uh, all right.
2: <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Andrew, every time you tell that joke, I have to explain. My wife broke her ankle and my wife, bro- my wife broke her ankle and foot. And, um, you know, she's she's hobbling around now. She's doing very well, but she she couldn't shave, um, you know, but. Obviously, and I made a joke about helping her in the shower and a Wookiee, but she's better now, Stan. Although if she did naked cartwheels down uh, the, a London street, you would think that it's a tumbleweed. But otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> she's doing great. Oh my god. Thank God she doesn't watch this stuff.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my. Oh sorry, I just put this awful visual in everybody's head. Where were we? Transfers. I went and I bought these I went and I bought these cough drops because I had to go out to the drugstore pharmacy. I don't know what you call it in the UK. Um, but I had to pick up some prescriptions. And when my wife saw that I bought cough drops, she's like, That's a sign of corona. Let me feel your head. <laughs> I'm like, no, I just got a sore throat from yelling at you.
0: She <laughs> <laughs> oh, should have just plaited her hair rather than shaved it. <laughs> <laughs> her so dreads I, coming off her legs.
2: I keep, I keep dr- throwing this show off course. I'm very sorry. Um, what were we talking about, Ryan?
3: You mentioned the transfers, everyone's literally all oh, right. because they've got nothing else to talk about. The transfer, 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 but transfer, transfer, they're driving transfer. everybody crazy. I know. It's them. They, I just, you know they're just making like, oh. it up. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. They have always done that. But people, people see it black and white. Oh, what speak can't lie. It must be true. <laughs> they don't fucking learn. <laughs> yeah. You could say the sun, it must be, even though the sun are what they are, oh, it must be true. No. <laughs>
0: I, I watched with, um yeah. i watched 89 today for the first mm. time i actually watched it for the oh, first yeah. time today and i watched it twice <laughs> I thought, <is> that, literally <laughs> literally made all the hair stand my mm-hmm. hair stand up on end and we it's absolutely brilliant so many memories that awesome. have, have you all seen that
3: yeah yeah yes a
0: great oh what a what a great film documentary that is i really enjoyed oh, it look
2: at you <laughs>
3: Yeah, I've got a blue, and I've got DVD copy because I've got this signed by uh, yeah of, um, Smith and Kevin Campbell, and the disc Oh, as well.
2: wicked! Lee, Lee Judges is watching old Arsenal games. I thought that was such a great idea. I have to start doing that too.
3: Yes, yeah, so mm. how it's bad. I've, got, I've literally got season review DVDs, and I'm just literally videos. I'm just literally putting them on, just passing the time. The good old that's days. great. You was, know the
0: the best thing that they, that uh, they showed on uh, Sky was their Premier League years. Where they I show the whole season, fair. start to finish. I, I like those programs. I should show those back to back. But let's say hello to um, Tony and Ray and everyone hey, watch else you. watching. All right, Claude. Hope you're well. All right, Claude. Uh, so, how are you passing the time, Stan?
1: Um, I watched a movie last night. We finally got around to watching the, um, the new Quentin Tarantino film, was it? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was a bit long, and um, oh yes, it was like um, it was like a, a series of moments, and it was all style over substance. It I looked, agree with that. Looked, I actually agree good. with that. It looked good. Had some really good scenes, but the story was a little bit long. Didn't go anywhere for ages. A little bit like the Irishman, I thought.
2: Oh, I like The Irishman. I disagree with you there. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I agree with you about Quentin Tarantino movie. You know, when you watch his movies, you know, you expect to be entertained from start to finish. And there were points in that movie where I agree with you, Stan. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Move on. Move on.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, you also, my missus has never watched Breaking Bad or The Sopranos. So you're watching um, a few episodes of Breaking at Bad at time. And um, she's loving Breaking Bad. Oh, oh yeah, it's the best yeah. best program of all time, I reckon. Yeah, I, I agree with that. My favorite. Probably that's in there. All of the all of the main characters, you know, from um, Hank, you know, the brother-in-law to his wife, they're all very good actors. They're all very yeah. good at
2: what they're mm. doing. Amazing mm. show. That's I love
0: the. I loved, it. I loved it every single episode of that, and I haven't actually caught up. Um, I watched Better Call Saul as well, series one. Oh, don't! And, don't um,
2: I, I haven't. I haven't watched the new season yet. I have it all on DVR. No, I
0: oh, okay. Oh, that's what I mean, i am saved all that up so I can start catching up with that as well because that was really good, the first series of that
3: Very well, um, in the chat is basically saying uh, check out Truly Madly Wembley on YouTube, recommended by Rohan yes. there's, mm. a, there's a beat, something the BBC did in their first got the FA Cup rights back and it's like the fans perspective of the FA Cup final day from against Arsenal and Villa, both mm. sides <clears throat> but yeah around, definitely will
0: do
2: I wrote it down. Thank you.
3: And he also said, "He also nice one, right? He's also suggested Sons of Anarchy.
2: I tried that. It's not my I cup like of that. tea, but I have my, one of my best friends uh, loved that show.
3: Rufus Schooner is also put at least Liverpool's goalkeeper Adrian won't catch survivors. He can't even catch. has <laughs> <ball. laughs> <laughs> gone. Upset him.
2: Uh, the other day, I put on the the Tottenham Leipzig highlights of the three nothing game. I was laughing my ass off at them. Uh, so we're all passing the time as best we can.
3: So, what did
1: you guys think about? Um, there was some news, some, some Arsenal news last week. Um, the guy that brought us the Stats DNA uh, tool that we used to buy players like Mustafi and Jacka, um, he left Arsenal and is now taking a job working. For Arsene Wenger, I just wondered if anyone had any thoughts on that. I mean, I never really, um, I mean, I, I never really believed in that stats DNA, to be honest.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry about that. I went, I, I went onto the chat and then put the back <laughs> button, and I, I cut myself off by mistake. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that stats DNA did, did much good for us, to be perfectly honest. And what I don't understand is, anyway. Is whether because he's the guy that set up StatsDNA. that has gone to work work for yeah. Venga, and what I don't understand, um, I know whether is whether the whole he's the whole country, company has actually gone with him to ven- work with Venga, or whether just that guy. So, we, do we still own StatsDNA? Does anyone know?
1: I think we still own the platform, right? Because we definitely bought it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but is StatsDNA just that guy, or is it? Uh, I mean, is everyone else still there working for Arsenal, or what? It sounds like it, it
1: sounds like it's just
0: Championship
1: manager to me.
0: <laughs> I know. I I don't think it was any. I don't think it's a big loss, to be perfectly honest, because we. It's very few success stories that we've got from stats DNA, isn't there. Let's face it. Well, I mean, they, they, we,
1: they sat at the computer, they keyed in what they needed to save Arsenal. And Stacks DNA spat out, yeah, you need Mustafi and you need Granite Xhaka, and you got to pay 30 to 35 million for each of them. So, mm.
2: What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, <laughs> one of the few, one of the few stories I believe is that Arsenal is trying to lower the fee to buy uh, Caballos, Ceballos, I'm not sure how you say his name, and uh, that that story I believe, or I want to believe anyway, because uh, I would love for him to stick around for a few years. Do you guys think there's any truth to the rumor that they're trying well, to lower the price? I think the price was 36
0: million. Well, no, in Arsenal they'll be trying their best to up the price because we just pay it over the odds for everyone. But um, I, what I'm hoping for is that there's some small crumbs of comfort to come out of all this horribleness that's going on around us at the moment. And maybe, just maybe, because every football club around the world is going to be badly affected financially with this. And it's going to take an awful long time to catch up. Uh, hopefully that the trans- transfer fees and salary requests will start to come down into line with a bit kind of normality again, you know, and mm. we won't have to pay through the nose for players in, you know, rather than a hundred million pounds being quoted for the next big thing, maybe it might start going back down to a more realistic figure because no one is going to be able to afford these astronomical fees anymore. And no club's going to be afford, uh, able to afford these stupid wages on players anymore. So hopefully it might get a bit of normality back. And, um, might get realistic uh, fees quoted for the players once more. That's, I'm, I'm, it's a bit more in hope than anything else, but fingers crossed, it might go back to that sort of way. That would
2: so be why,
1: nice. To
0: answer
1: cool. your question, Glenn, about Danny Tobias.
2: Um, oh, I know you hate him. Go ahead. No, no, not at all.
1: I don't know where
2: you got that oh. from. Oh, I thought you tweeted um, what? What has this guy done for us? I thought you did. I uh, never mind.
1: Although I, I did say I've not seen enough of him.
2: Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I apologize, but, Stan. I apologize. That's good. But
1: to answer your question about, you said, that, do we believe that they're talking about him trying to negotiate with him? I don't believe it in the slightest, and I'll tell you why. I've always been under the impression that Danny Ceballos only ever came to Arsenal to use it as a stepping stone to get the playing time because he's got his heart set on playing for Real Madrid. I mean, when he was out with his injury and he came back, and he still wasn't quite really fit enough to play – he was quite vocal about, you know, well, maybe this isn't the place for me. Then I need my minutes. I, I think whether Arsenal want Danny Subias or not, or whether we're going to offer Real Madrid, is a moot point because I don't believe the player actually wants to play for Arsenal full time.
0: Okay, um, I, I don't I, agree with that. I, I personally, sorry, I don't, I don't think so. I think he's um, he only wanted to leave in January because of Euro twenty twenty. He was worried because he wasn't playing at all at that particular point. I genuinely think if we could buy him, he would want to stay. I think he's uh, he loves playing for Arsenal, he's, and he's got no chance of of playing every week at Real Madrid. Absolutely no chance, especially under Zinedine Zidane. And he would make an absolutely perfect partner for Thomas Partey if we if we actually managed to get him. Him. What, a, what a dual pivot that would be parting and Subayos next to each other uh, I mean, I,
1: Go ahead go ahead. I was going to say he put a tweet out I think it was last week of him standing outside the, the main sign I think it was like the offices or training ground holding up his Arsenal shirt and it just said um, happy memories with like a love heart and I actually looked at that as, as someone saying you know thanks for the memories goodbye mm.
2: He didn't Wait, he didn't pervert. He didn't like give any kind of context in that picture.
1: No, he was just standing at okay. the sign where it says Arsenal, and I think it may have even been. Um, I think it may have been like the picture that he took when he when he arrived, holding up the shirt for the first time of Arsenal in the background, and I just thought, why would you put, repost it and then put happy memories, love heart? To me, that sounds like <laughs> someone saying, "Yeah, I've had a great time, but bye."
0: That's how I was creating, it. creating many happy memories.
2: Yeah. Um, I, that, that's, that's a very interpretive yeah, uh, picture. Uh, and just to answer a couple of things that Ryan popped up there, uh, Gunnar Claude uh, said he's eating a double cheeseburger right now. Good for you, Claude. I went out last <laughs> night to Burger King. And uh, uh, some. I think Tony said, why aren't we wearing masks? Tony, I'm stuck in the house with my wife and family. I want Corona. I want to go to the hospital. I can't take it anymore. So that's why I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he said about me and Stan because we both wore masks we on the uh, oh. podcast last week.
2: Did, did you guys know that wearing the masks doesn't help? oh yeah, yeah. yeah people 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 in, in japan asia whatever when they wear the masks it's because you don't want to get your coworkers sick and you know how the the work ethic there and that's why they wear the masks there it's not going to save you going to the supermarket andrew with your mask pushing old ladies out of the way to get your prescription so don't bother with the mask
0: <laughs> yeah just push them out of the way full stop <laughs> Virus or no virus. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. Um, go ahead. No, I've actually, I've actually, you know, I've not been out personally at all. I've been lucky to, you know, my my partner's been out and to the shops and so on, and she's just been reporting back on the absolute madness that's out there, and the fact that um, Tesco's have now one of our main supermarkets, over between nine and ten o'clock in the morning, it's set aside for pensioners to go and do their shopping. In Tesco, yeah. Yeah, which is a good step in the right direction. But even at nine, um, going before nine o'clock, there's still nothing on the shelves. It's just ridiculous. Mm. This, and I saw a tweet from someone, I don't know who it was, but someone uh, up in Scotland saying that there's people in camper vans sleeping right next to the supermarkets for when they open. Oh, you're joking. No, mm. I couldn't believe my eyes. It's just a joke, absolutely I, I don't know. I don't want to go too deep into all that because it's, um, you know, one it's thing just
1: touching on that miserable. one thing that kind of made me chuckle here was, you know, I've seen a lot of people, I live near a supermarket and I see people walking by with their groceries. And I have noticed a lot of people with toilet rolls and the, sh- the shelves have, you know, gone empty of toilet rolls. <laughs> but, the, but the crazy thing is, right, Canada does not import toilet paper. Canada manufactures all of its toilet paper in Canada in huge plants. So all they're doing by buying up all of this toilet paper is that the plants are having to put people on double shifts to work oh, the to keep producing more of it. We're never going to work <laughs> out.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad you brought up toilet paper, Stan, because I want to say, se- where did Ryan go? Did he kill over? Is he dead? Ryan. All right. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'm glad you brought up toilet paper, Stan, because I wanted to bring something up. On, on the AFTV International videos, uh, in my video, I took... Two gigantic rolls of toilet paper and said, "I bought it all, bitches. I bought it all." Uh, And some people took that literally, like I was hoarding toilet paper. First of all, you've never seen my wife's ass, okay?
0: Uh,
3: (laughs) Thank God for that. Second
2: of all, it was just two rolls. All right. Anyway, I don't know what happened to Ryan. Well, let's just assume it's Corona.
0: Oh, does that does that make me
2: the host now that I'm in his little triangle? No,
0: fuck you. I'll be be the host. (laughs) Shut up okay i'll show. <laughs> no, <joking>. right what <laughs> one player from each premier league team to be nominated for the naked mud wrestling competition that's going to decide the rest of the premier League
2: what i'm what i'm taking you know you forfeit hosting
0: duties <laughs> what i don't want to see men no, you going <laughs> nominate on, one, on. nominate one player who's going to do na- naked mud wrestling and that will on, that will on, decide the premier league can't we do it more like a Raw Rumble? We start off with... <laughs> yes, teams, I like that better. Like,
1: every like 20 seconds, the buzzer goes and another player runs down from another team and they've got to put him over the top rope. The uh, person, I, I like that. that
0: Socrates.
1: I, I thought, he's our guy. Socrates. Yes, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think... Uh, he, no, every, time every time there's a scrapbook, he's the first in there.
0: Gwen the Klasenach. first in there. I <laughs> know, oh, but he's he's a streaker piss, though, isn't he? Lanky streaker streak
2: piss. Of piss. What the hell is a streaker piss? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Green a lanky streaker piss. <laughs> what is, what is you need? <laughs> you need Socrates or or uh, uh,
2: I have to look up streaker piss. Go ahead, go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lanky streaker piss is someone that's really
3: tall and thin, Glenn.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, Ryan's back.
3: Yeah, my laptop died.
2: Just um, in time. Just in time. We were getting into some weird fantasies Andrew has, because he took over the hosting that, duties. I,
3: heard. <laughs> I said
0: I said that I, I said that for you because of your homoerotic fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: I need to slap so bad. Thank you guys.
0: <laughs> I can definitely see uh Socrates, like I said in my podcast last week, I can see um socrates in a nappy doing some sumo wrestling though can't you (laughs) with his his face
2: (laughs) i like slippery no we don't we don't want someone's going to run away the first sign of trouble uh (laughs) uh, is good for a tag team partner for socrates that's what i say
0: yeah definitely i think he will obviously saw off those knife wielding thugs as the, the papers like to point them out as so he should be able to handle himself. I think he was in the uh, su- uh, the army, wasn't he, or something, in um, uh, Slovenia, where he's from. Bosnia.
2: Who? Wait, who?
0: Kalashina. Kolasinac. Kolasinac. Not... I
2: have no idea.
0: He yeah, probably had to be national Slovenia. service, right? He
2: probably had
1: yeah. national service or something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, that's what I mean. He was. Well, well, I've got, it's gone completely out of my head. Where's he from? It's not Slovenia, is it? It's um... Bosnia. Bosnia. Sorry, yes. I knew he was a former Yugoslav Republic or something like that. Same with um, hey.
1: same and Jacka. Jacka. plays for Switzerland, but isn't he Serbian? Albania,
3: Albania. His brother.
2: Him and hey. his
3: brother. Yeah, hey.
0: Albanian. I think Albanian. Sorry.
2: Hey, I got a question, mm. you guys. I can't even answer this because my answer changes like every day. Who starts, Tierney, Kalasinac, or Saka? Who
0: starts oh, Tierney who, definitely.
2: Tierney. That's what Tierney I'm, with
0: Saka in front of him. Yeah.
2: Oh, you want Saka on the wing and you, and you want a
1: Bamiyang up front,
0: that. right? Yeah, absolutely. hundred
1: percent, yeah. I said, I said this on a podcast earlier. Next season, if I had my way, I'd like to see that left-hand side just being constantly rotated through the season by Saka and Martinelli. They get a lot of game yeah. time. They can play all the various cups and just keep rotating them around so that they get as much game time as possible, but also get as
0: much rest as they need. So what, that's what, exactly that you, what I said on, on one of my podcasts. I totally agree. Is you have, um, you've got to have a constant at, right, at left-back, and that's Tierney. He's our best um, crosser of the ball, like I've said previously. If you had Saka and Martinelli in front of him um, rotating, because they're still only going to be, what, 19 next season? They're going to need that. And, I mean, that's, that's pretty mouth-watering, I think.
3: Yeah. What do you think, Right, uh,
0: On the left-hand side.
3: Ryan, yeah. Who do you start? I've got to agree with Andrew. Literally, have Tierney as the back because he is a left back and have Saka in front of him as a winger because Saka coming through was a winger. So, he, so, he's got what... that experience now, of dropping back now he, because he's played there, he's got that experience, so he can also drop back. But also, yeah, the rotation of have got Mountaineer as well because they're both good enough. It's got we, we, we've been for years when need squad depth because the player's getting knackered. This we've got we've got it in that position now. So,
2: Okay, so uh so Laka on the bench then, right, for everybody? Uh, I, I that's what I say right now.
3: Yeah, that, yeah. That is the time, yeah. It, it, it,
0: and I it, I think if if we can sell if we can sell Lacazette, I wouldn't and this is what people think I'm mad, but I, I wouldn't actually if we sold uh a Bambiang and Lacazette, worst case scenario, which I don't want, obviously, um, then we obviously have to buy someone. But I don't think we need to buy two. I think we need to we can sell Lacazette and not replace him, and I'll explain that because I don't think Lacazette needs uh, should be playing for every week anyway. I think he should be on the bench because I think we need our down the middle, Pepe on the right, and Saka or Martinelli on the left. So I, 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 I hang on a second. I'd say the, the reason why we don't need to replace Lacazette is because we've got Inkitia, and I think he's he's more of a goal scorer than Lacazette is. And because Lacazette he shouldn't be playing every week anyway, I don't think we should go out and, and replace him. I think we just keep kettier on the bench and, to take Lacazette's place. OK, uh,
2: for, for me, it's funny. And, and I agree with you, Andrew. Let me say that before I say this. We all forget Lacazette was our player of the year last year. Exactly. <laughs> and, and uh, I, you know, I would prefer to keep him. Uh, I would not be that confident if Abba went down and Eddie came in to replace him. I think Eddie needs a little bit more loan time.
0: Listen, I I don't want to sell either a Lacazette or a Bamiang in an ideal situation. I'm not saying that. But if we did, I'm saying that um, we could use the money elsewhere. That's all. Personally, I I do still like um, Lacazette. And, um, yes, Stan said about the... yeah, he looks like a good prospect. And also, Stan, as well, the guy that's on loan in Spain. Oh, who's he playing for? Um, He's on loan from Dortmund. Alex. Oh, God, his name's gone out of my head. A young Swedish kid. Okay, and I don't know. Uh, well, 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 I'll put it on. I can't remember. I'll have to have a look. But I can't. He looks amazing as well. And I don't think that. Um, should be impossible to get this kid either because Dortmund's have since, since he's gone on loan, Dortmund have obviously brought in, uh, Harland. So Mm. yeah, I wish I could remember his name. I know it's Alexander something and it's, um, yeah, short, short, he looks the business. He really does Uh as well, but he should be a good buy. But I do agree with you on that, that Celtic lad as well. He looks a good, good prospect too.
1: His numbers are really good. And, um, as, as I mentioned, where we watch the football here in Vancouver, we shared a pub with the Celtic Supporters Club, and a lot mm. of the time, especially when the Europa League's been on, we're in there watching games at the same time, and that guy mm. is constantly banging them away, and yeah, um, he's got 20, what is it, 22 goals in 27 games this season, I think it is. And yeah, like absolutely. 80.
0: And he's only 22. And there's, years a, there's a Norwegian centre-back at uh, Celtic as well, who's about 17 years old. Okay. And um, from what you hear with the Celtic supporters and uh, the football commentators and pundits up in Scotland, I know these days this is touted about all the time about the next so and so, the next so and so. However, this this kid is apparently is his age is far more advanced than um, the Virgil van Dyke, and he he looks like a real real prospect. And again, I can't remember his name. but he's uh, next time we speak to you, Celtic mates, so ask about that Norwegian young centre-back. He looks the business as well, apparently.
1: And, and I think these are the kind of players where we should be looking to spend our money.
0: Because, yeah, I do.
1: you know, someone like a Grealish, for example, if we go to try and report money, I'm just picking that name out. I don't believe that Arsenal is such a large prospect or such a big draw anymore. Whereas if you're getting good talent from somewhere like Celtic, a young lad like this uh, Eduardo, who's like twenty-two years old, coming to someone like Arsenal, would still be deemed for someone like him as a step up. Whereas, if we want to circle around players like Decore, Ndidi, and uh, Didi Kudibali, I'm even beginning to think that maybe someone like Upman Mankamo, who you all know I've got a big hard one for, it may even be a little bit out of our reach, because you know he's doing so well at RB Leipzig; they're doing so well in the Champions League. If another, if a man united decides that they want to look and Arsenal were looking and we may not qualify for even a European uh, a European competition next season, are we such a big draw? I, I'm not so sure. But these players, like you're saying, like this young defender, this is where we are, I think we should be looking and trying to be, was it Raniel Cinieri said, outsmart, try and outsmart the market?
0: Hmm. Yeah. I just I I still pissed Mm. off that we sold Christian Bielick because he's he's really come into his own now this season before it finished at Derby. He's been getting rave reviews again. I couldn't uh, believe how
2: we gave up on
0: him. He's uh, only he's still really young. And I bet you I bet you he'll go to a top top club for a big amount of money at some point. And it just seems ridiculous. And everyone was saying, Oh, we did really well, we got ten million for him. (laughs) Ten million in this marketplace is nothing. Absolutely fuck all. And if we could have kept him, then I think that he would have been, you know, if he if he could have gone on loan to Derby this season, and um, we could have had him back, I, I, he would have been an ideal sort of solution longer term to have alongside Saliba. Mm. We've let quite we've yeah, exactly. a few go,
1: haven't we? Um, I mean, look at Serge Gnabry, what he's doing over there in Germany, mm-hmm. and then there's the other young guy playing over in the Eredivisie in the Netherlands. Don Doniel Malen was also on our mm-hmm. books, and he's over there, literally ripping it up.
2: Yeah. D- whenever someone, I know, but- whenever someone says Gnabry, I get this little tug at my heart, like that girlfriend that got away. You know, it just kills me. Ah.
3: Yeah especially well it's uh it's
0: it's the fact that um uh, christian bielick was a defender or and defensive midfield how many defenders have we had come through i know that we bought him but he's been in our academy since he was 16 and um you know we couldn't afford to let a defender go that cheap and the guy did everything um without complaining at all you know went on these loans and did really well in the loan. So what is the point in sending them out on a loan? If you say, well, it was only League One at the time. So don't send it to fucking League One. then. <laughs> what, can he, what, what more can he do than go to League One, win the player of the season and get that team promoted?
2: Yeah, we got, you know, uh,
0: tough, and, we got some tough decisions
2: coming up once all this starts going again. Who even talks about Rob Holding anymore? You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I like the kid. You know, but what's his future? Some tough decisions to make.
1: I agree with you. I think that both um, Rob Holding and I think Callum Chambers, I think they still could have good parts to play at Arsenal Football Club,
0: both of them.
2: I like Chambers better than Holding.
0: Okay. I I, I like them both. I just think that he's had such rotten luck, Rob Holding. He looks like a good um, cultured defender to me. I really do. I've got... I still think he can make it. He's a such a bad run of injuries. And, yeah, I think he's doing the world of good this, this time off. If he can get a real good um, pre-season in under Arteta, then I, I still think he's got a part to play, like Stan said, for next season, if I'm honest. And, you know, then Pablo Marie, everyone's been going on and saying that, that the way that he plays, the style, he reminds them of Murtisaka. Well, I, I think, and I, I really had it um, brought home, even more today after watching eighty nine. That he reminds me of Steve Bold the way he plays. Hmm. Um, Pablo Marie. He's really I think he's got a real um likeness to him, the way you know, his running stance and the way that he uh he sort of plays. It really reminds me of him. And I can't, obviously, we've got a very small sample size. I'm not saying that he's as good as Steve Boulder or anything like that. But the way I'm just talking about the way he runs and the way he plays.
2: Yeah, I don't agree with the Murder Sacker um, comparison with uh, him. Uh, Murder Sacker, he had some great parts of his game, but I know it's an old joke. When he had to turn around, it was like a cruise ship turning around. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think Mary's that slow. Uh, so I don't like no. that comparison.
1: So here's the thing with no, our,
2: our,
1: our current defence starting next season when um Saliba comes and joins us if we don't haven't sold anyone we've got something like eight centre backs on our books holding mm. Chambers Mavropanos David Luiz Sokratis, Mustafi Pablo Mari if he stays and then Saliba and then we're all talking about buying this Upamankama or someone else that would be nine so that's yeah. going to be that's going to be way too many. If you're playing a flat, a flat backcourt, <clears throat> only two can be used.
2: That's, and, why, that's why, Stan, <laughs> that's why I brought up we're going to have to make some ruthless decisions, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and we not. We can't be surprised if somehow Holding isn't wearing the shirt anymore. I'm, ju- I'm just using him as an example. I'm not saying we should do that. But we <laughs> have some ruthless decisions we have to make.
1: Do you think someone then, Glenn, like a, a Holding or a Chambers – would make way purely just because of the overabundance in that position for players like Socrates, Mustafi, or even David Luiz. Hmm.
2: Well, David Luiz, uh, Arteta already said he likes him. He wants him back. Uh, as far as Chambers goes, I don't know what the, the football term is, but in, in baseball, he's a utility man where he can play different positions. And yeah. I, I, li- I like that flexibility. So I'd want to keep Chambers.
0: Yeah. You can't count Chambers for next season as one of the… Oh, the injury defenders was that bad. He's,
2: oh, damn. He's not
0: going to be, be back in full training until about Christmas time. And then oh, and okay. he's going to spend the rest of the season. Okay. He's going to spend the rest of the season getting back to fitness. So… Okay. I mean, someone who's it? Um, just put a, well, so, wait um, a, a comment on who saying that, that Ho- Holding needs to go on a loan. Who
2: was that pra- hmm? player that broke his effing ankle and he was back like two weeks later? I can't remember yeah. who the hell it was. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't buy that, Andrew. Uh, Chambers is like 23, 24 years old, right? He,
0: did, mean, his, he did his cruciate ligament, the well, same as Bellerin. I wish I knew the holding. name of that
2: player. Some guy broke his friggin' ankle. He was back two weeks later. I'm like, what is. What- yeah, but- so a question,
0: ankle isn't the same as rupturing your cruciate ligament, though, no, Glenn.
2: All right, doctor, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're making sense. No. I don't know what to say. You're making sense. I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of how stupid I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're right, though. I mean, David Luiz, there's no way he's only coming for one season. So he's definitely going to be around next mm-hmm. season. And I think that if we are going to bring in a young Saliba... And if we let's say we do go out and we buy another central defender and let's say it is someone like Makamo, There's no way that for on day one, you can put those two out as your centre back pairing. There's still a bit of adjusting to do getting to another team. And someone like David Luiz will probably play a big part next season, helping to ease in a Saliba. Helping to ease in, hopefully, someone like an Oopacano. You know what <laughs> I'm trying to say. That guy. Upe <laughs> Upe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> but, you know, what I mean, you're going to probably need a, a, an experienced player to pair them with as they get to feel their way through the league. Uh, yeah, I totally agree.
3: There's also suggestions that Arsenal are looking to extend, um, activate the extension of Luis's uh, contract for another year.
2: Yeah, there's some people that, that, that I deeply respect that don't rate him at all, but I, I rate him. I like him and I like his leadership. So, uh, you know, in a perfect world to me, I think our defense is, has improved a bit and it's going to be even better next year with all the things that Stan said. I, in my perfect world, uh, get Ceballos to sign a couple year deal and get a DM that'll kick ass next to him. Just a DM that'll clean up. You know what I mean? He'll stay back and just clean the shit up. I think that would make us an immediate top four team if we got a great DM. And who is sighing in my ears right now? I just heard. (sighs) So obviously, I pissed somebody off.
0: (laughs) 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 No. Never mind. (laughs) That's my perfect (laughs) world. That's my perfect world.
2: I'm sorry. I'm a little touchy right now.
3: Um, Touchy in the chat as well. What about? uh, Would you be? He mentioned Ake. You oh, I love
2: that? Ake. I would be happy to see him.
3: Is he a good age? I, I think... What
0: nationality is Ake? It's, it's going to be so oh, expensive.
1: He's Dutch.
3: No, oh, he's
1: Dutch. Okay, because I worry about <laughs> some of the young, you know, some of these English players, you know, about paying that premium. You know, we we're, we're in mm-hmm. such a penny pinching mode at the moment. We have to really be careful about bringing in young English guys because of that extra inflation in the price. So someone like a Grealish, for example, someone like a Max Ahrens, mm. someone like a, a Todd Cantwell, even, yeah. they're going kind to of have that little bit more added onto them just for the fact that they're British and we have to have that. Yeah. Look at you see, I don't... I don't...
3: Look at Sorry, go on, last... yeah, so I was saying, look at the drama we had last year with um, Zaha, even though he's Nigerian, he played for Nigeria, because he was born in England and plays, and plays in the Premier League, Palace wanted... wanted but he all the money in the world for him basically even though he's not worth it and he's,
2: <laughs> yeah his price has come down this year huh
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: you see I, I do i do honestly think that this whole mess that we're going through at the moment is going to have a big big impact on the fees that uh, clubs are going to command ridiculous. they're going to have to tell people look at norwich if they if the season got completed and they had to go down for example, and I'm not I'm just using Norwich, I mean, I like Norwich, it's a great club and I, I wish they weren't going down because. but they've got so many good players and they're going to have to sell um, to balance the books and they're going to be desperate and especially like um, Villa as well, if they go down, with all the players, they're thirty odd million spent in the summer and if they go down, it's going to be an absolute financial disaster and if mm. they're not playing football now and if they've got to pay money back to Sky and all, yeah. you it know, goes on and on and on, they're not. They're going to have to sell, and they can't just like ramp the prices right up again. They're going to have to be realistic. And if there's any good for football to come out of this whole situation, I do hope that it's going to be, you know, transfer fees and, and and wages that players are going to command because it's just it's just not sustainable. And I think if this ever happens again, you know, we've got to learn from this situation that if we haven't got football for months, that no one ever foresee, foresee this coming. And it's going to make a massive, massive impact on clubs right the way through the, the all seven divisions, the pyramids, and um, I just it worries me big time. It really does. I'm
2: not, I'm not worried about them sorting this whole thing out. Um, you guys, you, you British people, man, you, you, you just get through shit and you fix it, man. Now, let me tell you something to pass the time with no football. I'm watching a 73 hour documentary day by day of World War II. And, uh, I'm right now in the Battle of Britain. You guys will figure it out. I'm not worried about you figuring it out. That, that's what you do best. You figure shit out. So I'm not worried about that.
1: Can I ask you, Glenn, that documentary, is it The World at War? Is it that it's one? Called,
2: no, it's called dire World War II Diary. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. And I watch every World War II documentary that's ever been made. And this is one of the best. I've learned so much stuff watching this because they just go day by day, 73 hours long, day by day, from uh, Germany attacking Poland all the way to the end. And it's fantastic. If you want to pass some time and you have Amazon Prime? Watch yeah. it. Cheers. Watch it. For that.
3: Any other suggestions, guys, Help help our viewers pass the time?
2: Yes, there is one
1: on Netflix, Formula One, Drive to Survive. It's the second season where it basically, uh, the first season was the previous season where they go behind the scenes. You're in there with the race principles. You know, they're talking with the drivers. It's a little bit like a fly on the wall. With the camera's following them all around. And the second season has mm-hmm. just recently come on to uh, Netflix. Very good.
3: Okay. What about yourself, Andrew? Any suggestions? Sex, drugs, lots of alcohol, <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> oh, I'm in the yeah. wrong house.
2: <laughs> you got a spare room, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, more than welcome. I'm a movie buff. I just watch... Um, if you like zombie movies on Netflix, Train to Busan is just an amazing zombie movie. Um I don't know. I've been watching a lot of zombie movies lately because our lives are starting to parallel zombie movies. <laughs> 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 playing State of Decay on Xbox. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, once again, the thing that has taken up the most time, I'm, I'm also making another video, by the way. It'll be out in the next few days. Um, but that that World War II documentary has been a lifesaver for me. I've been watching it for two weeks and I'm only in 1941 right now. Just Just started 1941.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. The other thing was whittling. Remember I said before, whittling, loads of uh, weapons.
2: <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. Because in your area of the UK there, there are vampires also,
0: besides Corona. No, no, just, oh, uh, I just don't want, you know, vampires if no one dare walk up to my house, vampires. I just stab them through the
1: aisle <laughs> <laughs> I've got you down more as Floki the boat builder off of that. My- <laughs>
0: You, I, love you Vikings,
2: Stan, I love Vikings, I love Vikings. Oh, I love that
3: show.
0: No, oh, I'm whistling dude. loads of weapons. That's what I'm
3: whistling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, um, Andrew, second... wait a minute,
2: Ryan. What are you doing to pass the time?
3: Well, literally, as I say, I've got because I've got like videos and DVDs of the season reviews. I'm mainly watching them. Or Only Fools Only Falls and Horses, like Dale Boy, or literally anything, Shaun of the Dead, Zombie.
2: Oh, Shaun of the Dead, love that. i got to watch is that, Shaun it? of the Dead. I've, watched, I've seen it like three times already. Hold on,
3: where's is, my is pen? It, anyone seen the little kid that um, both Sam, Peg, and um, Nick Frost put together recently in the last couple of days? Sort of um, using a part of the film, sort of p- pits on the film and this, that, and the other but based it on that here and now don't go to Winchester look what happened last time set- no I haven't seen that I'll, I'll, I'll try and find it, I'll send you guys the link afterwards but yeah yeah definitely it's look, very amusing again puts about a couple of minutes past the time but also the, the, what's helping me past the time is the memes on Boris Johnson I mean Andrew <laughs> I, sent you the, I sent you one during the week yeah that was good uh, um, my brother made it up and it's basically when he was saying Oh, p- during this time period, people will di- you 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 will lose your loved ones, and it literally. As soon as he says that, it cuts the Lord Farquad of Shrek, where he's like, "Yeah, this is the sacrifice I'm willing to make," and so forth and so forth. It's, it's to a T. It's brilliant. Um, Tony's saying twenty eight days later, still his favorite zombie zombie movie.
0: Yeah i'm willing for everyone to make <laughs> that's
2: when he wakes up from the coma in the hospital and starts walking the streets of london by himself i i, I just watched that a couple uh week ago uh i thought of corona <laughs> is that what the streets of london are like right now when that guy wakes up from the coma and there's
3: nobody not far off, not far off yeah, yeah the, the best way
1: to describe it here is it's like uh, 28 days later like every time i ask yeah. to out for a cigarette or whatever it's always like it's a Sunday morning. It always feels like it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning, hardly anyone around, but it's like five in the evening, four in the evening, you know? <laughs> I,
2: I can't tell you how many times I forgot what day it was. I, I cannot tell you. The only reason yeah. I know it's Sunday is because I woke up, I'm like, oh, God mm. damn it, i got to be on Ryan's show. That's the no, only re- <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? I'm kidding. Oh, is this going to be... Is this, <laughs> Ryan, I'm joking. Is this going to be an hour, an hour and a half show?
3: By uh, the way. As long as you guys... I've
0: got to go fairly soon. 'cause so have got to get the little bark into bed. But... um. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I... <laughs> I was going to say something. It's gone, gone out of my eggs. I'm an old man. What <laughs> <laughs> was going to say. Oh, yes. Yeah, so there was this film that I've been recommended to watch. It's been out two or three years. It's I know I'm, it's quite old, but apparently it's good. The Purge. Have you heard of The Purge, The uh, where the American oh, yeah, yeah. president gives everyone 24 hours to do what they want? Yeah. There's yeah, like three good. of them now. Yeah? I think there's like three of them. I've seen two, I think. Yeah, I I haven't watched any of them, so I might watch those as well. The first
2: one I kind of liked.
1: It's basically, for one night, you'll have to go and get it all out of your system, rob, Mm. beat people up or
0: whatever, right? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Purge, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not talking about watching the film. I'm gonna go and do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I can just imagine you running up and down Hinkley High Street with like a <laughs> blow porch, yeah. Well, my, my my whittled weapons, yeah, your whittled weapons, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, um,
1: okay. if you're looking for something to watch as well. Look out for, it might be on Amazon Prime. It's a documentary and it's called Kaiser, the greatest player you've never heard of. And it follows this guy. He played in nearly every, every single top Brazilian football team, but the guy couldn't play football. All of the players knew it. They would get him into the club. The owners wouldn't know it. He was like the party guy. He'd organize parties, nights out, girls, you know, drugs, whatever. And he even got to playing for teams in, in, uh, in Italy, in Europe, but he would always do everything that he would, that he could do
2: to never actually kick a ball. So, uh, you, had, you had me at girls and drugs.
1: There's one story where um, he's, he's at one of these Brazilian teams and he's on the bench and um, the, the coach looks at him and tells him to warm up. And he's telling the story, and he's like, I'm basically shitting myself. Right? They're trying to put me on. i was supposed to be coming back from an injury. He goes, so I, I didn't know what I was going to do. So he goes and starts to warm up near the uh, away supporters. And as he's warming up, he just turns around and starts punching one of the away supporters in the face. <laughs> <laughs> causes, causes, a of, uh, uh, causes a fight oh, and gets right. red carded before he's come on. So now the owner of the club has had enough. He's called him up to the office. He's like, I've had enough of this guy. And he calls him up and he's like, before he could say anything, and this owner is probably like, um, he's a bit of a mafia guy. You know, he he gets rid of people if he needs to. He's involved in other stuff. And before he could say anything, the, the player walks in and he's like, look, ever since I've been here, you've been nothing like a father to me. Like a father, like my own flesh and blood. So when I was warming up, and I heard those guys in, uh, <laughs> in, in the crowd saying that you was a bandido, and things like this, I I could not, I could not tolerate it. Chairman, the chairman was so like touched by it, he gave me he extended his contract. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Fantastic!
0: What a legend, uh,
2: that's awesome. I wrote it down. Yeah. It's brilliant. Thanks, Stan. I wrote it down. I'm going
0: to check. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah, right. I'm going to have to go. I'm afraid, guys. So. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yes. Absolutely. Listen, just a quick a quick plug for my show on Wednesday. Give it a watch because um, Adrian, Adrian right. Clark on, Well, hopefully, fingers crossed, if, if things don't get any worse than they are at the moment. But, um, yeah, it mm-hmm. should be a really good watch. So, yes, tune in. Front I like where YouTube he's, um, he's a good talker and he's very insightful as well. Amazing yeah. God. No, he is. He's a really good guy. I listen to him on the Totally Football League show quite a lot as well. But... Um, the EFL, and that's really interesting. He so was yeah, a good on guy.
1: Um, an episode of, I don't know if any of you guys, if you're not following Harry Seymour, the Chronicle... Yeah. Oh, Harry, you know, he's
2: awesome, there.
1: yes. Harry Great content on his channel, and he had a very good um, I think it was like 45 minutes of
0: Adrian Clark, which was a good listen. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was good. Excellent. Oh. So, well, nice to talk to you guys. Keep yeah. yeah. well. Take, Take care. See you all soon. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.
3: Cool.
0: Oh, good the problem. wrong person left. What have you done?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then there was two. Oh there's another thing that on Netflix Netflix at the moment called uh, Spinster Confidential. My brother t- uh, asked him, said I was to watch it recommended to watch it the other day. And it's got um what's his name? I can't remember his name now. It was in is in the last couple of Transformer films. Um boston from boston it was in ted as well oh, Wahlberg, mark Wahlberg. that's the one yeah. yeah
1: i think i've seen the trailer for something on netflix with that guy yeah it's it's, tv it's a, show
3: it's a, right yeah yeah. Uh, spence confidential or something like that spender spencer oh spencer okay spencer, yeah
1: but here's I'm, the question though ryan are you aware about the um the the tottenham documentary honestly, thing yeah. that's going to be coming out i believe it's on um uh, on Amazon, it's going to be similar to the one that they've done at uh, Sunderland, Sunderland till I die. Yeah. And then there was one that they yeah. done the first one, which was Man City. I think yeah. that's due to come out fairly soon. And I'm going to watch it. I'm that's going beautiful. to watch it because look, I like, lo- I love a good comedy, me. <laughs> you can't, you can't be. <laughs> and um, I'm really interested to see, you know, if you know what we can learn about what happened nearer the end of um. Potch's
3: reign, so I'll definitely be watching mm. it. I'll oh, definitely, especially because obviously the Man City thing. What Emerson did there was—it's going to be similar to what Emerson did with Man City. It's behind the scenes, and as you said, it's going to be very interesting to see what Emerson then put out there with the whole Poch, the Potch and Danny Levy situation. Because I don't care what anyone says them two did not get on from day one. Well, I and saw something grew and grew, and grew. it just got out of control. What? what they, sorry, go on. Because as Daniel Lever just did not want to spend the money that needed to be spent for Tottenham to be getting further to where they should, where Potts wanted them to be. But
1: yeah, right in the comments there. Tottenham science of applying pressure—that's what they should <laughs> probably call the call the call the, <laughs> the show. <laughs> I, what, what made me think of it again was I was um, reading online, as I've been doing quite a lot lately, as we've been bored. And um, they were talking about it. And they were saying that, um, you know, it's it's coming out soon. And I think the first episode is focusing on the poch. And the way that I was reading it, it was kind of like sort of um, bigging it up as a waltz and all, you know, that we're going to, it's quite explosive and we're going to find a few things out. But then again, they, obviously they could just be trying to sell the viewerships or subscriptions to the platform, mm-hmm. but I'd be watching it.
3: Oh, definitely. It's going to be interesting, especially, especially the title of, um, what was it? Oh what was the title of the Man City one?
1: Oh um I can't remember. I, can't, I really can't remember. If was it, it like Will to Win or something like that?
3: There's something about that, yeah. It's it was something something involved winning, basically, yeah, that's where well, I am mean, they're going to from that to then Tottenham. But yeah. And the fact that halfway through the season it's it, not even half up well, more than halfway up. A few months after the bit the, the business end of the season now. And it's all been called to a halt because of what's going on, yeah. In this crazy, crazy world, and yeah, as I, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't see the season being finished because. I don't. To 30th of this of April, that in today it's come out that in the next couple of weeks we're going to find out if the Olympics is going to be postponed or or cancelled, whatever. Rugby itself, over in the UK, has it's been—it's been completely cancelled. The season's been voided, the lot, not voided, but like ended. That's it. It's done. Um, and you got obviously Formula One cancelled, every pretty much every way, every day because of this virus and the.
1: I mean, if I don't know if you watched like WWE, the w, you know, the WWE wrestling, right? I love, watching, I love watching a bit of that. I like to be able mm. to, to suspend belief. It's entertaining, you know. Mm. But um, their biggest show of the year is obviously WrestleMania, mm. which is like their big, you know, that's their big show piece that they do yeah. once a year. And it was supposed to be, it's usually around the first weekend of April. And it was supposed to be, it's all booked up for Tampa, Florida and um they've just announced that they're still going to go ahead with it but they're going to do it from their uh, developmental center and and do it with no audience and i've been watching because you know they they have a couple of shows on each week the WWF two shows on a week what on different channels Mm -hmm. and for the last couple of weeks i've I've been watching i've been watching them because they've been doing it with no audience and, you know, wrestling is a very interactive thing, right? You've got a crowd, they all bring signs. You know, you cheer for the good guys. You boo for the bad guys. You know, the wrestlers come out and do their, their talking pieces. Yeah. You know, and it's really strange watching it, and you can just hear a pin drop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? You. Yeah. Stone Cold, they had Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> on a Monday to, to, to promote something, and he came out and he was like, um, if you want to, you know, whatever it was, Give me a hell yeah, and then the camera went to where the audience would be, and it was just empty chairs, and I was like, "That's
3: (laughs) couldn't make it up, my day." And yeah, even because there's even been suggestion of when it comes to the football playing games behind the closed door, playing games behind closed doors at these stadiums, but that's that's not contain. That's not going to contain because players are still. We've got Arteta's just come out of common um, isolation himself um hudson and doi and then you got, over the weekend the port three or four portsmouth players have now said they've been tested positive so you, you, for the for this virus and you're not really containing it you're not because what was it um in this for for the postponed season in italy the Juventus versus stresses into man was played a week later than what it was but that's beyond closed doors and then since then we're having players left right and center but been from them two teams being tested positive
1: i mean what happens as well you keep everybody in isolation for two weeks two weeks Mm. is up everybody congregates on the training pitch starts doing their drills that afternoon one of the players starts to feel a bit poorly he goes and gets himself checked out turns out he's got coronavirus that means everybody has to then go back and you start all over again yeah so the only way around it is i think is um you know P- plaz and uh, are self-isolating but it has to be longer than two weeks to make sure mm. that people who may just be getting it into their their systems and maybe not showing any symptoms yet you've got to give it a chance to perhaps incubate you go through it you have the symptoms you know and then you get better mm. because it's, the whole thing about this thing is it's about uh you know other people catching it it's it, it, it's contagious I mean, I'm no expert on this on this shit. It's only what I've been seeing, you know, what I've been seeing on the news. But, but you, you know, you self isolate for two weeks, you come back, someone else gets poorly. That's everybody else is back in again. So, I, I don't see it. I don't see it all getting worked out by what they saying end of April,
3: 30th of Aprils, and they've delayed it to and they're, they're looking yeah. to end the, that thing, end of season. But yeah, the 30th of April, <laughs> when you've got, yeah. you've got a government saying you've got to be twelve. If we go into lockdown, it'll be a 12. If we go to full lockdown, it's going to be a 12 week lockdown. That's three months. And like, you can't then go, okay, well, three months after that three months, if everything's then back to normal, back to reality, sort of, so to speak, go, right, we start with this, we're going to continue down, here we go, sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Pick up where we left off. Yeah. The only thing that that, I was thinking about that, but they're, you know, looking, trying to look at it in another way. What about those teams that were um, that are, are doing very well above us, teams like Sheffield united oh, teams like wolves they're doing very well what happens where let's say, let's say everything goes to plan, Ryan? We come back now on the, on the thirtieth of April uh, we start playing football matches. What happens now if those teams, for whatever reason they've lost their momentum mm. you know, you know they've, they've lost their momentum they start they start falling down the table, yeah? Yeah. On the other side of it, it could work in Arsenal's favour, whereby this enforced layoff is almost, you know, what if all the players come out of isolation and then through April, they're doing training together as a group. Mm Mikel Arteta is getting to learn even more about the players, you know, showing them more patterns of play, working with players individually. We could actually come back and hit the ground running and go on a run. So yeah. it, could, it could go both ways. Teams ahead of us could fall away. We mm. could come back and do really well, or we could come back and do even worse. So
3: sure.
1: did you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, it, yeah. it, could, it could work in our favour, or it could totally go against us. And that's why, as I said earlier, I'm all for, if you can't restart it, then there's no way you can say, we're going to end it now and just start handing out a trophy. Mm. You can't do that. It's no. it's easy to sort Liverpool out. Liverpool's the easiest one to sort out. But as you work down to relegation, then the next league, and then the next
3: league,
1: mm. you can't just hand out cups. There's too many teams that are too close together. It's too hard to call.
3: Well, especially especially when, as I was saying, I was saying earlier, the third, the third promotion spot going into Premier League on from League One to Championship, etc., exactly. it's, it's always been a playoff. It's not. It's never yeah. been ultimately the third spot. So you, then you've got to then. Decide how you're going to do that, then, because you can't just because if you just go, all right, the team, the team that came to come third gets it. Then you've got the other, the other uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth team go. Well, hang on. In a normal in a normal season, we could one of us could have could have got that spot in the playoff. So, as years gone by, team that finishes third never finished never never no, never normally wins the playoff. As yeah. Least expect out of the at that them four. So you got all that that sort of effect as well. So it's in. I mean, you've got, uh, what was it, over, up in Scotland, you've got Hearts, um, the owner saying to the players, Do you need to pay, take out like half of your wages, basically, basically to so we can feel, like, sort of survive. Yeah. And obviously, I think one, one player from France, I can't, don't, I can't remember his name, but he's basically terminated his contract so that his whole wage then goes back into the club. And he's gone back to France, basically. Right. But we've seen the thing, we've seen teams like Barnet since this isolation has come into place. The suspension of football as well that they've laid they've had to lay off staff as well because there's not enough money because they're losing so much money in match day. In match day, exactly. have The money to support yeah. their staff, and they haven't done their staff off.
1: You know, a lot, a lot, a lot. There's a lot of teams that don't have very as big as you know big commercial deals. Mm. You know, but like you know, like as big as people like United. Even us to a certain extent, and that match day revenue, and they're not getting the bums on seats. It's killing them, you know. And they don't have vast of reserves to go for like twelve weeks of just paying everybody. It doesn't work like that, you know. So, yeah, difficult times.
3: Oh, def- definitely. But yeah, I think we've got we've, we should wrap things up now because yeah, I think you've you've got you've got to, you've got a go as well, and obviously. It's late over here. and I need sleep. <laughs> i <I've honestly. laughs> um, Thanks for coming on, by the way. Appreciate the time.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? You, we were both. Yeah. You was ill, then I was ill.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's at the time when I got ill. It was at the worst time possible because it was like that. that the West Ham that weekend, the last weekend we had a, had a football. Yeah. It's it, obviously my. I've got my cousin who's a West Ham fan. His it, it, birthday's on the Sunday. And we'd we'd planned to go to the game on the Saturday, and I was got ill on the Thursday, and I'm like, oh no, yeah. But by Saturday, I was sort of not obviously fully recovered because I still worked well enough, but enough to get myself drag myself all the way down to North London to just sit there and watch that, and then yeah, what just before I wrap up, what annoyed what's annoyed me about this whole situation about the um. Them suspending the season over in England, it took, it seems like it. Until Arteta and Hudson and Doyle confirmed they'd got the virus, the Premier League didn't want to do nothing. It was like sweep it under the bug, sort of kick it down the road. Nope, nothing happening here. But the second Arteta and Hudson and Doyle both came out within a few hours of each other, confirmed they'd got the virus, all of a sudden, emergency meeting closing the league yeah. down. Why did they have to? T- why did they have to take to get to that point?
1: wealth over health mate it's as simple as that there's too much there's too much money involved there's sponsors Mm -hmm. right this whole premier league package now it's going to be you know if they you know the panic is now if they can't restart the league then there's going to be some kind of a clawback if we've already been paid up front for it Mm -hmm. which means that next season you know we don't get as much money as we should so it's a shame but there's it's such a the Premier League is such a big concern financially. You know, there's mm. so many, there's so many people and organisations with their hand out. You know, looking for a slice of the pie.
3: Yeah, it's, 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 uh, when it comes to the money side of things in football. I look back and I have to, I have to blame Roman Abramovich, and in the Man City owners. 'Cause without them doing getting it buying the clubs respectively and doing what they've done. This what we the situation of financial, the money, the how it's so important, like the transfer fees are extortion nowadays, this, that and the other, the mega deals, that wouldn't be it wouldn't be the situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the I Neymar can't deal can't for me was one that, that the Neymar deal, then the Virgil mm. Van Dyke deal, and then those two yeah. deals for the goalkeepers, 70 million each. It just wrecked this transfer market, you know, it wrecked it totally.
3: Mm. And it has it, it hasn't recovered. It, no. it hasn't recovered because, it's, look, at, as I said earlier, Saha, 80 mil for Saha, and yet, and they obviously not having to go Pepe, it's 72 mil for Pepe.
1: I mean, sometimes yeah. it can work in your favor. I mean, sometimes it can work in your favor. I mean, we did manage to get 40 million for uh, Iwobi. So not all bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, <that's> true. <laughs> yeah. And what was it? How much did we get for Walcott? Because we got rid of him for.
1: Yeah, I can't remember how much Walcott was, to be honest. Good question. Oh, I don't sure? remember what his fee was.
3: I think it was like 25 to 30, I think that was. But yeah, yeah that's, that's good money. That's the case. It's just other players where we haven't sort of cottoned on and got as much as we could have. And we just let them go for cheap, mm. like a Spino and all that. But yeah, but as yeah, I was going to say, I was wrapping up. But um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Obviously, thanks to Glenn and Andrew from earlier as well. And I don't, I, guys, I don't know when the next show because obviously we've got this foot, this whole shutdown now. If, when, situations uh, arise in within Arsenal or football that allows me to do a show because i don't keep coming on just to repeat 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 with different guests then I'll obviously i'll come back i put obviously my twitter's on in this on here on the, on the screen stan where can people find you as well
1: um well i think people are probably sick of seeing me i've done this is my fifth podcast this week
3: <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: think, I think people are probably like i don't want to hear anything else i've got to say but my twitter's there on the screen the, the underscores and that um yeah so thanks very much for having me on and um I'm gonna uh, be like everybody else now, scouring Twitter to find any mere morsels of Arsenal chat, and football chat. Yeah.
3: Oh, definitely, and uh, again, saying, but In terms, yeah, as, as I say, in terms of the shows, I don't know, but if and when it does happen, for us both on our social media, I will be putting out about an hour or so before I do a show. From now on, when I'm doing who on and the other, until then keep safe for crying out loud do not go outside do not ram raid shops and take absolutely ridiculous amounts of food um, cleaning stuff toilet rolls toilet rolls for crying out loud just go to Tottenham for crying out loud if you can or go online and order the Tottenham shirts good enough job there um, look after one another look people that are working Still in the NHS over here in the UK, working their nuts off, go to get themselves some food, and they can't because you idiots out there, there they are, are cleaning the shelves. They're from the second it opens. You're literally outside the shops hunting people down for their food, for the food that they've brought. Behave yourselves, and the shop and the little corner shops that are pre- 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 cost, charging thirty quid for hand sanitizer or thirteen pounds yeah. ninety nine for a toilet roll. Have a word of yourself. Just because prices process has gone up for you doesn't mean you have to then take the piss out of the customers. Because then you're going to lose customers in the whole process of it. But yeah, it is what it is. And until next time, keep safe, as I said. And then it's just up the, up the arsenal, basically.
1: And happy Mother's Day.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, all autumn, autumn mothers in the world. Happy Mother's Day as well. You forgot that. <laughs> That's a, that's I think days all mixed up as well. Mind the pick-up. Mind the pick-up.
0: Thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We really need your help to spread the word about from Dark Square to where. So if you haven't done so already. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the From Dial Square to Wear YouTube channel and hit the notification button so you never miss a live show. And finally, please tune in to the live shows. Don't forget, you can get the chance every week to be the star alongside Andrew and his great guests just for being the most entertaining viewer on the night. Thanks again and see you on the next episode. Bye!
3: anyone catch them do you think uh yes of course yeah unbelievable we didn't expect that awesome fingers